It is your tired ass, overgrown, cocoon ass cat lady, Lexi. And we are here another night to talk more shit, to get this shit out of our system. If y'all can see me, I'm like pulling up, like I'm about to put a little splash on the carpet for the homie. Nigga, I'm the homie. Pour it up for me. I'm pouring it in my own mouth. And who am I talking to tonight? Hello. I'm just exhausted, but we're going to make it through the week. It's your amazing science cat lady, Sid Rain, back at you again, talking all this shit. And we getting everything done. Okay. So tonight is a special night. We wanted to continue our girls' night theme of, you know, chilling and kicking it and really just finding that escape for it all of the things that we're doing and so tonight we invited one of our hardest riders for our show like the best chef she the black millennial martha stewart like for real like tonight we have the owner of desi date nights desiree boy hey guys i'm chef desi ceo and owner of desi date nights i'm 30 i'm a mother of two and recently evolving again shedding the old me i was just telling lexi that that's what i've been focusing on so welcome to our show we had her on her live episode back when we did our traptastic brunch that chef desi like listen she had us all stoned like for days just four days off of her amazing food okay so let's get into it Sid what is our v word for the night our v word is going to be vision the vision what you see for yourself what you see yourself doing it's time to start molding that and even if you don't know how you're going to get there it's time that you start putting that foot forward so that we do get there to become a visionary you have to build up you are in game, in your mind before any of the other steps happen. And you have to believe so much in that end game that if it don't look like the end game, you don't fuck with it. And if it do look like the end game, you're giving it a thousand percent. And especially right now as millennials, we are absolute visionaries for the world we live in. We're the only ones that seen it, how it was, and we're the only ones that can figure out how to do it, how what's going on now. And so... You just got to trust your vision, man. Like Solange said, I saw things that I imagined. Like, that's what a vision is. That's paying attention to something that happened before you and then, like, making it happen. Like, nine and a half fingers later, making it happen. That's real. Definitely have to have a lot of vision in everything that you do and manifest everything that it is that you want to do. I definitely believe that I have a lot of vision. And that's why I am where I am today. This I took a super leap of faith and vision. There was no such thing as a Desi Date Nights when I was sitting behind a desk typing, answering phone calls. It was, it had to be manifested and had to be put on paper. And like, what am I going to do? I'm going to cook. Y'all going to get this food. Right? And even honestly, like, just me looking at the week and everything I know I have to get done before fucking Friday, I don't know how it's going to get all done. 
But I'm gonna start with the first step and I'm just gonna do what I can do one by one, eating my elephant one bite at a time. So you really do have to just visualize to seeing you doing what the fuck you said you wanna do and everything else will literally fall into place. Easier said than done, I know. Yeah, ass. You just gotta like, like she said, like start where you can and keep going from there. You know what I mean? So on our show, we have to really get to know the people we're interviewing them in creative ways. So we have a standard set of fun ass questions that I love asking people. And the very first one is, what kind of cat would you be? I knew this question was coming all day and I have been trying to figure out what type of cat I am. So I'm gonna go with like an Egyptian type goddess cat. That's that's what I'm going for because I feel like I'm a goddess. I mean <laughs> why you know why why not? That's 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 what I represent. True, true. Well, we were talking music earlier. So what has been your Get Money Bunny stripper song this week? Of course, you guys know I love Megan the Stallion. All that, that's been on repeat every day, all day. Bow, bow, bow. I love Megan. She is super awesome. And I feel like the old lady because I wish I still had knees to do all the wonderful things. <laughs> Jesus, I wish I had the knees. Lord, can I have the knees in my next life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this time I had the mouth. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> if I could just, you know, throw a preference in for next season. Like, let me get the knees and the ass. Like, thanks. Thanks. Yes, the knees and the ass. God knew that I wasn't supposed to have an ass because I, uh, it just, the combination, my attitude would be horrible. I know. Okay, I'm just going to be real with myself. I know my attitude would be bad. Y'all would spend all your money on me <laughs> at your local Atlanta clubs. <laughs> at the spa. At the spa, bitch. That's the spa. Run it up. All right. So the next question is, who would play you in a movie? So when you think about your lifetime biography movie, you know what I'm saying? That Angela Bassett co-produces. Who plays Desi? Who, who gets to be teenage Desi? Who gets to be... CEO Desi, Chef Desi. Who would play me? Um, I love Kiki Palmer. She's a real ass, like, I like real niggas, you know? Like, real ass people, and she's that. I could see her doing some type, some, some phase of my life. Kiki could, like, do it. Like, you would, I could, so, like, listen, I know I'd be on here, like, asking people who they would want to play them in the movie, but ultimately, I'd be like, nah, if it don't look like you. But absolutely, I could see you as a Kiki Palmer, I'm, and I'm pleased with that. So, in my heart, I was like, maybe she's going to go for, like, a Gabrielle Union, and I don't like her because she has a really thin top lip, and that is... Girl, don't wait, don't make sense out of nonsense. That shit pisses me off every time I see her. But a smooth 20 years, that shit has chafed the shit out of me. But I'm glad that you picked the Kiki. Okay, I'm very happy with that. Okay, next question. Our next question is, what is your favorite item to cook, bake, broil? Like, what? what's your jam? My favorite, I guess I could say right now, is crab cakes. Crab cakes, crab stuffed pizza. My kids and clients have been requesting that quite frequently. 
whose kids request crab stuffed pizza with lobster? Like, who does, like... I'm like noodles. Like this is punishment. You guys are gonna eat noodles. That's that's punishment in my house. You're eating. <laughs> that's horrible. Like that wasn't punishment for us. Like it was okay, but that's punishment. Like no, you'll eat these noodles. You won't get any crab stuffed pizza. <laughs> no crab stuffed pizza. I'm gonna postmates this. Cause see, you're tripping. I can YouTube it. I'm gonna say it into my phone, and I'm gonna YouTube how to postmates it, and I'm gonna use your credit card. So we'll see how you feel about that. We see who eats the noodles after this. That's real life. I could see my daughter doing that. Like I could really. I might. Now you got me wanting to check. I need to go run back these transactions to make sure these was all my transactions for food. Cause I believe it. I believe they would. That's some real shit. That's some shit I would do. So I know if I would do it, somebody else would. I ain't the originator of that. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? I would live definitely Maldives. I would live in the Maldives because it's beautiful. I would sit in the sun and chill all day. I would catch some lobster, grill it, and just chill. Like the Maldives, it's, it's just beautiful. So you got to be careful with the Maldives niggas because they don't be fucking with the butt like we do. And girl, listen, over in like the Middle East, coastal Middle East, Asia and whatnot, they do not be fucking with the drugs. So listen, listen, when they tell you to detox two weeks before you get here, two weeks before you travel 800 miles, 800 hours, bitch, they not fucking with the butt. And I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I'm going to respectfully decline. I'll come visit. But um, I could do like, a, I could see you in like an Italy is that, does that work better, better for you, Lexi? Desi in Italy, not where she wants to be, but where? <laughs> My imagination put her somewhere else. You know, everyone gets to dream here. So, you know. Well, I definitely didn't do my research on that. Lexi knows my heart. That's why she said, hey, real, real niggas, no. So you said, you, you said detox two weeks before I get there. Uh-uh. And it's like that one movie. What was that one movie when the girls went over there for vacation and they had gotten, one of them had gotten jail for like a long time. I can't remember. It was such a good movie too. Oh, I can't remember. That would be horrible. Yes. No. Uh-uh. See, no. Yeah, no. I'm not about that life. I'm real 420. Um, Singapore said we can randomly search you. And if you and if you had an intake of drugs before you got here and it's still in your system, we've taken your ass to jail because that was a bad decision. I mean, I can do it, y'all. I'm not, like, addicted. But, I mean, if I had to, but just by choice. Even if I went two weeks, two weeks is going to look like two minutes. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, nigga. That ain't, bitch, this ain't no damn time. Like, we could tell your ass ain't smoke because you so damn grouchy. Like, you already barked at us. Like, <laughs> right? We know you fainted. Like, put the claws down. Where you get these claws from? How did that happen? So, I'm just, I got to go places where they know, they know I'm going to smoke their shit. So, either I'm going to bring my own to smoke or I'm smoking yours. But between the two of us, it's happening. That's big facts. I went on a cruise a couple of years ago. <laughs> and we definitely, you know, brought some weed on. I happened to be the person in rotation. And security came up. Walkie talkie. And this is how you meet real. I met a real, real ass bitch. I meet real ass bitches all the time. And I love it. 
so on me put the I put it out because I seen him coming I stuck it under my leg I had no pockets no nothing he's like we know what y'all doing over here stand up so I was like I'm about to stand up girl it's right under my leg grab it do you know real ass bitch she grabbed it and put it in her bra I stood up and I was like what are you talking about he was like we know what y'all doing over here. How much did y'all bring on the, on the ship? I'm like, we're all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? He looks stupid as hell right now. He didn't call all these people up. <laughs> Yo, we was blowing it this down. racism. Right. We was blowing it straight down. But we all played poker face stupid. Like, what are you What are you talking about? I, You know what? I, think, I don't give a fuck enough to pretend like I ain't getting high. Like... Alright nigga how much this is gonna cost me Like so rich people Let me tell you about rich people Rich people when they when they see signs It's like you can't park here Or you gonna get a fine Rich people look at that like okay So it cost me $135 to park here So I feel that way about my drug usage too Like okay So it's gonna cost me $75 to drive with it in my car Cool I'm gonna put that on deck You know it's gonna <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm going to put that in the glove department. Oh, sir, you caught me with drugs? Here is my payment. Thank you. You know, have a good day. Because I'm not going to argue with y'all. Nick, you don't want me to get sober. What you what, what you going to do then? Then what the fuck we going to do? Because you need a game plan, bitch. You the one that need a game plan. <laughs> that is true. They were like, you'll go to jail and the next island we get to. I said, you don't know my parents. I will be in nobody's jail. I will. I will be in no country's jail, other than in the right. man, possibly, but not even. Call Kanye. I'm telling you. Call Kim. I'm gonna be out in the morning. I will. I will be in no one's jail. Okay. Right. It's my turn. Call Rihanna. <laughs> Call Annalise. Yeah, Annalise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna give you the floor, Desi. You need to tell us everything that we need to know about Desi Date Nights. Because she's been hinting about it. We've been kind of talking about it. Desi Date Nights. It's where you are going to get a tantalizing taste but dancing dish with amazing customer service. And it's going to be on your terms if you'd like. You know, I provide the service in your location or your home where you feel most comfortable. That's one of the services where that's my most popular package, the Cuddles at Home. Also offer other packages. I cater. I do brunches, private dinners, birthdays, baby showers, graduations. You name it, I'm there. I do infused specialties, vegetarian, vegan. I provide options for everyone. I go above and beyond just to make sure there's a great vibe and a great customer experience. Because who doesn't love a great customer experience? bad customer service it's my pet peeve so i honestly try to go above and beyond you can reach out to me via instagram desi date nights facebook text me email me everything desi date nights we can plan it out we can make it work and not for nothing like like we said her customer service is on point so at our brunch desi came out she had her staff with her food was marinating like and she cooked as much as she could live for us so everybody got to smell the food and taste it as we went and it was all hot you ain't you never get catered in the food all cold or you got to get the lamps and shit and the food was fresh off the grill literally 
And you could tell she just put a lot of love in it. Everybody hate up. There was no leftovers after the brunch. Like, at all. For real. It was like cupcakes. But that's because we spent our whole time eating up all of the entrees. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then she made enough for us to do our Henny Wings and Lion King. So if you ain't had Hennessy flavored hot wings, then like, yeah, you a hoe. You missed out. Um, go ahead and hit up Desi. You know, Chef Desi and get it back popping. Get, you know, get right with God. This is her step. And everything Desi cooks is so good. Like, there were so many things that were so bomb at the brunch, but definitely my favorite was the infused peach crepes. Um, the waffles the red velvet waffles i mean the lemon pepper wings are good and if you go to her page like i'd be ready just to come to georgia to see desi because everything looks so good on her page so i just you know as the catnips we just wanted to make sure that we always are supporting the brands that support us and desi has been repping the catnips so hard like always sharing always retweeting um partnering with events with us like we really appreciate it and since your mouth is already watering we want to go ahead and get you ready for our end of the year events featuring chef desi sid you want to drop that bomb on them let them know what's about to happen the devil's lettuce dinner party is going to be everything you need to end the year then we got events to pop off the year but it's going to be the best event with all the best vibes, people, food, cannabis, everything will be cannabis infused. Uber, bitch, Uber. So we're doing that for New Year's Eve weekend, um, the Sunday before the for the end of the year. And then the very first day of the year, we are doing the Booked and Balanced Brunch, the Bitch Better Have My Money edition, where we are going to have Chef Debbie in the house, on the grill, on the ones and twos, flipping and grilling, um, giving us our traditional New Year's Eve, New Year's Day meal with all of the vegan accommodations and all of the love that you need. She's going to channel all of the all of the ancestors. She's going to draw all the spices directly from West West Africa, and we're going to make vision boards and get it popping. And whatever is in your vision board, we're going to have somebody on staff that can connect with you and help you achieve that goal. So look forward to. New Year's Day and check out the catnipspodcast.com where we are going to be updating our site soon and making it available for purchase soon so you can get it popping. We want the best. So we're giving you all the game. We, well, listen, if, if, listen, at this point, what else you want me to do? You want me to come move your jaw for you? Like, you want to be a puppet? Like a baby bird, I could chew it, swallow, swallow it, and then regurgitate <laughs> it. And then and drop it in your mouth. That's very intimate. And I don't, we don't have to cross that level of intimacy. <laughs> we don't. So is this like, are we orgy intimate or are we like, are we recurgitating in your mouth intimate? What level of intimacy do you want after this? Because it's only going to escalate into more dangerous territory after this. It's, so, you know. Where's the boundary? For us, for our sake and clarity. Where's the line? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> right, it was fun. I don't want to spit in anyone's mouth unless you want me to spit in your mouth. But unless it's one of your fetishes, hey, you never know what people are. Y'all niggas nasty. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know this from experience. Not this specific fetish. That's where I'm gonna leave it. I don't know. 
So since Desi is here, I wanna I want us to play this game for Tomcats versus kittens. Cause the kittens are always mad at the Tomcats because niggas are not extinct and they still ain't shit. So we've got no progress here. I don't have any tracking numbers on when the new niggas are gonna be dispersed. And this pre-order link isn't working. What kind of sale is this? Isn't this supposed to be a Columbus Day sale? My kids said, fuck Christopher Columbus Day. <laughs> they were like, my daughter was like, it's about time because he stole this land. Because she been here for 10 Columbus Days. Girl, if you don't get out my face. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, back to this game. Um, What were we talking about? So, like, lately, me and Sid have been doing, like, um, surveys just to get to know the people that's listening to our show and see what they want to listen to. T- number one topic is niggas ain't shit. And we're like, wait, like, <laughs> so <laughs> what kind of wine do you drink? What's a good drink? <laughs> so, we're going to play this game, and it's called Make Up or Break Up. So, the first one is when your partner is flirting outside of the relationship. Uh, this this is not a deal breaker for me. I I'm sorry. I am naturally a free spirit, so I naturally flirt in the person that I am. That's my partner at the moment. Is a huge flirt, and I know who he is. I know what he likes, but I know what he loves. So it's a difference, and I know what he likes. So go. you gonna do it? If I'm there, or if I'm not there, I don't care. At the end of the day, it's where his his Xbox and his PlayStation at. <sighs> um, yeah, same. I think it's okay. I mean, I don't want to have this slippery slope. It's like, oh, it's okay for you to like fake flirt, and then it's like, you know, all of a sudden his dick is in someone's mouth. So I know things can get slippery. But if it's like very like, haha, cute, whatever, and I'm sure that would make me jealous because I'm a Scorpio. And I'm very passionate about things. Um, however, I too will be flirting, but not fake flirting. Right. It's just like, you know, and it's like when you just know, you know, like, you know, it's not going to go beyond anything. <laughs> Sin, that shit. You said, nigga, you fake flirting, but I'm not. If you see me kiki with that nigga, that was an audition. That's what you call an interview. That was plan B for the plan B for the plan B. Oops. That was plan B to the third power. So you can fake flirt if you want to. I'm going to show your ass how it's done. That's what she just said. So, Sid is letting you know she's going to escalate. Don't start nothing. Because, listen, y'all going to be, like, competing with orgies. Nigga, I fuck 14 people. What the fuck? Bitch, ain't no dry snitching over here. What the fuck? <laughs> you tried it. It's no dry snitching. I'm not putting words in your mouth. But I'm saying, like, okay, so my whole point was, like, with flirting outside of your relationship, don't do nothing that you can't escalate because you got one person that's going to shoot you oh, yeah. and you got another person. Clearly. Oh, yeah. c- clearly. And then you got another person that's going to outdo you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if that's, this ain't going to just end with this Kiki and this random bitch face. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to, this ain't over. So if that's you about that life, you got to decide. Like, you can do that with like a girl who has low self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? You could do that with a girl who you can easily manipulate. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I love to see my partner finesse people. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing sexier than going out, like, with my nigga of the week and, like, we going to a club. And I'm like, hold on, babe. I'm going to go get us some drinks. And he'd be like, you ain't pay for none of them? No. I told that nigga I was going to dance with him. He was like, okay, cool. Like, that's fun. That's our little inside joke. 
Right. But I think with me being bisexual, I think men take it too far because they like, shit, you see that girl? She thick as fuck. You see her pussy. Don't you see her pussy? That don't tell you. And I be like, wait, like, no, nigga, don't be disrespectful. Like, still be respectful, you know, and just because I am into women doesn't mean that we finna gawk about bitches all day. Because, like I said, I'm bisexual. I'm gonna look at another nigga and be like, you see how fat his dick is? Jeez. <laughs> I've seen that in a while. You know what I'm saying? And then you ready to, now we domestic violence in the middle of the mall. Because the nigga's feelings hurt. Because now you hurt. Now you trying, now I'm being choked out like Bart Simpson in the mall. Because your feelings hurt. Because his dick bigger. Like, all this shit is facts. Because that's not okay unless you are the abuser. Okay. Slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm, if we going to be fighting, I ain't going to be getting my ass beat. It takes two. It takes two to. <laughs> now, I ain't saying be, like, proactive and beat your nigga up for no reason. But I am saying <laughs> don't start nothing, won't be nothing. That's what I'm saying. And when the police see you, they're going to be like, damn, she's been beating your ass for a while. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by unless you the abuser. I get it. I feel like I'm all the way down the slope that you keep telling me about. I, I, <laughs> I can't stop talking. <laughs> okay, next question is makeup or breakup, long distance relationships? Uh, uh, uh. I have been there, done that. Break up. It's hard. You try. We try. I da- I'm an Aquarius, and I dated an Aquarius, and and it was long distance. So eh, it was like dating myself, which <clears throat> in a nutshell was a wake up call. No, break up. Distance is hard, and I'm a very sexual person, so I need minds, baby. Uh, yes, it's too because that's that's stress. Like life is already stressful enough. Like maybe I will see you next lifetime. The dick is comfortable. I'll be moving along. I don't know if I could make up or break up on that one. Like it depends on the person. Like for one to even claim somebody enough is just like you know what I mean. Like nigga, you know Lexi. Lexi know you. <laughs> what day is it? You know what I mean. Like so. I don't know. And I know how busy I am doing my shit. I don't need nobody under me every day. But I do like a nice vacation. I love a vacation. You know, I like to, you know, do more exciting. I want you to be my escape more so than my comfort blanket. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, cool. I see you in like six weeks or like three weeks or something. We'll meet up in the city or... You know what I'm saying? Or let's plan a vacation for like three months from now. And we just like, you know, make it work in the meantime. Because I really don't have time. And I don't want my time to be spent trying to be an active partner to anybody on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard, but I guess that's that's my background transition that I've been battling with. Mm -hmm. And I guess we could say these past few weeks is transitioning back to that going from being by myself being solely by myself like I enjoy my alone time very much so I love I'm a, as much as I'm an outgoing person I'm so much as an introvert introvert as well and yeah getting back into that role of 
being a partner and having a partner. It's another task for me. It's working. It's balancing out though. It's it's actually another balancing. It's balancing out my other attributes of my life though. It all depends on where you add in your life and what you need. You know what I'm saying? And everybody is different. And it depends on the caliber of person that you're dealing with. Like if this is a person that's like they really on they shit, it's like this. Like I I see but like I see you on this path. My vision for you on this path and your vision for yourself is on this really dope ass path. That is like if nothing else, I need to be able to like say we fuck. Like I need I need that clout. You know what I'm saying? Like you know that super billionaire rich nigga like <laughs> I had that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to be the second bitch at acrimony. You know what I'm saying? I want you to go figure out your bullshit. You go ruin another bitch life. You go do all of that. You be the worst person you can be over there. And then you hit me up. I'm going to have a money deal. Boom, I'm going to get the boat. I'm not going to let no bitch murder me. <laughs> right? Plot twist, Tyler Perry. I'm not going to get murdered. Um... <laughs> and I'm gonna run off with the riches. Like that's my goal. That's a good life for me. Make up or break up. Trans attracted man. I don't want to sound out of pocket, but I just want to be your only attraction. As or just period. I just want to be your only attraction. That's it. That's real. But me. If it ain't me, if anybody, shit, it, it, it gotta be me. Okay. Trans attracted, cis attracted, nigga. You can't be attracted to nobody. Ain't no attraction. You like Ike Turner the attraction, nigga. What? <laughs> what you blowing out candles for, nigga? <laughs> right. Who you wishing for? Nigga? Who you wishing for? I'm right here. Let me stop. No, I'm really not like that. <laughs> but nah, that's that's a uh, that's a breakup for me. Let's just, you know, we could be friends. You know, let's talk about it because you're misleading. No, you didn't tell me that at first. Okay. Sid, what are your thoughts? On the apps, on the dating apps, I do have come across men and they'll be like, I'm down with transgender X, Y, and Z, which is like cool and whatever, but I, I too am also not a fan. But now I'm wondering like, am I like, is it just something I don't like? Because I also wouldn't date a dude who's bisexual. I would not. I wouldn't. So I, yeah, so I feel like for me, it's kind of like on that same. Right, because I wouldn't feel that way. And I, and that's just me. I know, and it sounds bad, but I don't feel that way about women. It's like, okay, I'm a little more comfortable with it. So what if he said he was duped and he didn't know until they was doing it? Niggas be lying. <laughs> be lying for no reason. For no reason. Ugh. Dang. Curveball. So we all didn't know and got dudes in a sense. But no, still no. Because why the fuck would you cheat in the first place? God damn it. Give me my mic back because you got really aggressive. You got really <laughs> aggressive there. Bisexual speaking for everybody. Um, in our society, because we are groomed by the government, this is a double standard and is one that I'm comfortable having. Because my thing is this most men and I can't speak for all of them wouldn't even want their woman looking at other men let alone a woman who is also having male 
genitalia as well. You know what I'm saying? And this has zero to do with their ability to be visible and their place in this world and their validity and their visibility. I love trans women. This is no disrespect to you. Let me be very clear. But if it's a choice between your nigga fucking with me and your nigga fucking with you, sis, you can have them. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. And that ain't got nothing to do with you. That has 100% to do with me. Um, I do think that we are going to evolve to this place where that won't be such an issue because I think we're taken aback by the fact that it's a genitalia. Right. You know what I mean? Or that there was a gender exchange or sexual change and things like that. But it's just like, it also depends on that man too. Like if he genuinely isn't a man who's like sleeping around with everybody, you just a hoe, like that type deal. And you are a really good person and you like really loved this transgendered woman. You took care of her and y'all had a great relationship and it ended naturally. I can see myself being more respectful towards that. Yeah. I right. And that's why I feel like I straddle the fence on it. That I definitely do. Like I totally I'm in total agreement with you and I just feel like even watching like I've been watching Pose and I'm like I have such a different respect for it and a different outlook for it and feel a little more educated in a sense. I mean, I know that's not just like, you know, the holy grail to be saying, but it just gives somewhat of a platform and I can respect it and it's like, okay, I have a I have more of an understanding and that's that's another thing. I can say I'm ignorant to it. So just of my ignorance, that's will also play a part in in my in my decision making process about it and i can be honest about that and this is the thing we got to remember that just because they are trans attracted doesn't mean that they're trans addicted because if they value you they value you and if they are a valuing person they're going to value the person they were also dating too so it's just like making sure that you pick a partner that works with your lifestyle because we you got like some niggas you be seeing their baby mama and you you would have wished they would have been trans attracted. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least you wouldn't be walking around with all these crazy ass kids by this bitch. Right. Like, you tethered to her. That's what you wanted, nigga. You could. I'm okay with the lady boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the trans attracted. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with that because you got all these bastard kids that you attended to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. <sighs> I don't know. We don't leave a question mark there. But I think, like, the more we explore the validity of trans women, it helps us redefine what boundaries are based upon, like, discrimination and, like you said, maybe ignorance and, like, just lack of understanding for one another. You know what I'm saying? And as our lives are going to change. Like, when I was 18, coming out, like, being a bi woman, like, they ain't even take that shit serious. Like, oh, she a joke. She's just freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the community has grown, you know. But for all people, definitely watch Pose. Like, that is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Scripted, televised, produced. Like, Billy Porter. On the first episode, I was like, oh, Billy Porter getting an Emmy Emmy. Okay. He's snatching the Emmys. Okay. Alrighty. That's what... Okay, nigga, I see you. I see what you're doing here. You not giving us... You not giving my heart no... No breaks. I cried every Tuesday <laughs> from 10.30 to 11.30. Like, on cue. It was like, up oh, is 45 minutes in, and here we go. Cue the waterworks. <laughs> I can't believe, you know, like, it's for 
real. It was a real. I enjoyed how they put this together. Definitely. Most definitely. I. It was funny. I actually listened to you guys. I listened to your podcast, and you had said something about it, or you guys had you had mentioned something about it, and so I had already had a mental note like, okay, I need to. I need to watch it or this is something I will probably be interested in and then I had seen it on my timeline I had saw a scene and I was like okay this is like this scene is like okay baby let me let me see what this is all now let me see what this is about and I watched one episode and I was hooked it is it is just a really good it's just really good TV. It's it's really it's a really good show, and I am a fan for really good TV. I like that. Yes, Waterworks. I like This Is Us. I'm a I'm a I'm a crier in my in becoming more mature. I'm like I'm not gonna cry because that's not really who I am. But yeah, on Tuesdays I I be crying. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's real. Okay, so last but not least, when a nigga wants you and he wants his ex. Mm. I feel like that would be something. Um, I mean, ultimately, I feel like that's silly. However, sometimes these niggas may or may not have a purpose, especially if you're not trying to be committed like that anyway. So maybe a nigga who doesn't know where he wants to be could fit fine where you are, where you stand in your dating life. However, if you're looking for that commitment, commitment, that may not be the one. What do y'all think? I think it's like a fence straddling thing. Like, it's fear-based, you know what I'm saying? And unless, you know what I mean? He's lying to somebody. Either you lying to himself, he lying to you, or he lying to the ex. Because unless y'all polyamorous and he can afford to have two bitches, you really, you, you leading somebody on. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you got a compound in a desert, nigga, how is this possible? You know what I'm saying? So it's like... And it's just, it's just letting, it ain't necessarily a bad thing. He letting you know, like, he still value you, but he letting you know that he ain't 100% about it yet. And that's what you need to know so you can, like, sit and say, like, make good decisions. Like, oh, okay, alrighty, now let's go through this roster. Right. Next up, next up, Mr. Wide Nose, I would like to speak with you soon. Hey, big head. And you move on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come at the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, rub that wood like Kiki Shepard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we at, my nigga. What you think, Desi? This was my life in my early 20s. And it's a breakup. Like, you just, it is. It's exactly what it is. Straddling the fence, playing both sides. And it's just, it's toxic. It's very, very toxic for everybody. And emotions get played with, and the Desi now? Yeah, nah. Uh-uh. Not even like one whiff of it. What? I'm good. You can keep that over there. Thanks. You know, I'm good. I'm good over here. I don't I don't need any of that. So break up. Yeah, you gotta be clear. And if for whatever reason you're not a hundred percent sure about a bitch like me, then uh hmm, I'm gonna make this easy for you. You know what I mean? If you treat me like an option, I'm going to remove myself. I'm going to remove access. Like, okay, cool. I see you. And when you're ready, if you got to pick a new number. You know what I mean? Right now, you could have been number four. 
you get a new ticket, you number 47. You got 43 other niggas that you got to contend with now. So you thought, like sis, that we're escalating. So now you thought you was worried about me and one bitch. Now you worry about a legion of niggas. And possible bitches. Because like I said, I'm the bisexual one. So it's like, and we don't know how she going to show up. She may have on Tim's or high heels. Like, you never know. You never fucking know with me. Some of my bitches used to do testosterone. Like, she can beat your ass too. Like, fight her. It's not even going to be an issue. She can't feel that. Don't play yourself. <laughs> Don't play yourself. <laughs> In the spirit of Chef Desi, we need to learn how to make a Georgia impeachment pie. So tell us like all of like the staple details about like pie making. Like y'all gotta have an oven, like a cupboard board, you know, bread. I don't know. I'm not a fruit and bread eater, so pie isn't a forte of mine. Do you like boil the peaches? Like what do you do? How? How does it work? I, I mean, I particularly don't boil peaches, but I saute them and cook well reduce them rather. Dirty little slush. <laughs> That sounds so good. Mm. <laughs> mm, I'm gonna saute them peaches. Mm. Mm. Food porn. Raisins. Com- mm. Coming soon. <laughs> I got another job for you guys. Another streaming. <laughs> Listen, we gonna stay employed with Desi. <laughs> Look, y'all better get on this train. <laughs> Okay, so we need like a board, the rolling pan, flowers. Okay, so for impeachment pie, we're going to need the crust of American regret. Because from 2014, 15, 16, we all knew this was a bad fucking idea. Listen, we told y'all. Hashtag we told y'all. So, Sid, what, what should we have as the pie filling? Oh my goodness. There's so much bullshit we could put in this pie. <laughs> There's so much. I mean, all of the isms, the sexism, the racism, I mean, Islamophobia, like there is it's so much we could put in this pie. Like all the lies, I mean the reality TV. I, I mean, all the news, all the news, all, all of the news. tweets. So this is what we will be sauteing and reducing. Yes, like sugar, butter. We'll just say peaches. So we're gonna add mm. like cocaine, okay. golden shower. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Facebook data and surveys. Exactly. That is exactly what I was thinking. Scams. Listen, Ponzi scams, real estate scams. Listen, on the scamming ass, rich ass. Listen, that's what that was the holy grail. That's where city girls learned it from. Okay, and then we need like a gr- a glaze. Do we put a glaze on it? The pie topping. Oh, so what do the crust? So like for the crust, we're gonna use a unanimous vote amplified by Black women. Okay, I'll take that. I will take and then nice. just roll it on over at the top and seal the edges. Yeah. Use the fork for the edges. Yes. You get the fork. Do the fork joint. Mm-hmm. Do the fork joint. And then we glaze it with um, phobias and pussyisms. I mean, this man literally said, was on camera talking about he would grab women by the pussy. And 53% of white women voted. 
They like men grabbed by the pussy. Obviously, I, I can't understand that. Like, people really ask me once a I Like, I'm a strong boycotter. So, H&M did that stuff. I'm like, nah. I can't boycott everything, but I really do st- try to stick in them. Like, nah. But, yeah, no, you're not going to do that. Like, no. I don't care what you stand for. Like, no, R. Kelly. Sorry, I can't step in the name of love anymore. 53% and they be the main ones talking I want this or you know say the tatas and so whenever they be having women's day I be just looking like and they be want to do a little white women mark bitch y'all voted for his ass y'all like the people who voted for him if it wasn't you it's your auntie and uncle all you gotta do is go to dinner and talk to him so it's just I... so let's put 53% of white women in the pie also is that fair so this is gonna be like a, a shepherd's pie <laughs> It just is a real thick one. Like, it's really, it's a Dutch. This now becomes a Dutch apple pie. <laughs> like, I feel like, bitch, like, you knew you was going to live to see a, a bunch of presidents, right? You don't think you, you you used it on the first president you could see? Like, this is this is when you do the dick sucking skin. Like, this is when you do the blue dress skin. This is when it counts. Please, this is where are you, Monica Jr.? Well, there was a porn star that Donald Trump was paying off. Oh. Did you see in Hollywood where they named the street after her? Meanwhile, like, we always take it away. I think she said star, but the one star got a street. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, in real life, long as it's, it's a street gonna be named after me too, so it's all good. Okay, side note, down the rabbit hole we go. You were intern for the Obama administration. You're not sucking that dick. I'm sucking that dick. <laughs> I'm gargling. I'm all on it. Sorry. Like, Michelle, I don't want to leave you out because I respect you so much. So I'm just going to have to bust it up and foot about the y'all. And if, you know, it's an either or. Girl with them holographic boots on. Oh. And like, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> this is. Wow. I can, like, imagine. Like, I saw things I imagined. Right. I can imagine this. This is a big you have to have put the vision. So sorry. I hope Lady Obama. <laughs> I regret, but I was honest. But I do regret. Moment of clarity. Because. <laughs> Yo, so y'all know last season, I discovered like how you can recognize how you the the sensory. De- I basically figured out how you know what a nigga dick look like from his eyebrows and his nose. You heard it. Like, the width of his eyebrows and the size of his nose. So, Sid, at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, texted me. And she was like, what about Obama? And I was like, bitch, what about Obama? <laughs> She's trying to figure out what setting she going to match it up with. <laughs> this is an Obama special tonight. Girl, listen. I'm like, girl, I'm trying to Google Obama eyebrows. Like, see what, and I'm like, Sid, he probably a grower, not a shower. And she's like, for real? I was like, yeah, girl. And he biracial. He from Kansas and Africa. You know he got a dick. But it be hiding. You know. She was like, oh, okay. So I don't know what this thing is with the Obamas, but I am down for whatever. Sid has chosen sides. And DM us at the catnips with a Z as in. <laughs> Moving along. Um... <laughs> So until the Obamas start paying us for sexual favors, we are going to have to continue learning how to be an adult. And adulting is some bullshit. I just want to say that. 
Adulting is hard as fuck. Adulting is super, super, super hard. Um, sometimes I just think, just think, and I'm like, wow, I'm juggling my emotions and my mental stability, my children's emotions and their mental stability. I'm a partner. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. That's a lot of damn things. I work and I have to deal with people. And then just being a chef, everything is the, you know, it's the event. It's the something. So it's like, I do like to just be home chilling. Because work is the turn up for me. Which is cool. I love it. I love it. But sometimes, you know, it is cool just to just chill. Netflix and chill. I love Netflix, y'all. I love Netflix. Yeah, I agree. Cause we be needing stuff to just like escape. Like, right? It feel like a rat race, like in Atlanta. And I can only imagine how it feel in LA, where it's just everything is so fast paced, and it's more and more expensive, and it's less and less parent money, and there's no more student refund money, and it's all student loan repayment phone calls, and it's like. Who the, one of y'all gonna catch these hands? Like, I can't handle, I'm getting jumped out here. You know what I mean? Like, red alert, red alert. Like, I don't know what's the correct words to say that, bitch, we are struggling. Like, and now I'm too old to be like, I'm too young to understand this. No, I'm, we at that age where it's like, nah, nigga, you 30 now. Like, you know, you should know better. And it's like, but I don't. I don't. How? How am I supposed to stop? You know, how am I supposed to stop being childish if I don't know how not no. to be childish? Like, and it's just like this vision of what we had of ourselves as kids and what life was going to be like as adults and how much we thought shit was going to cost. You know, in the little home at classes where you had to plan out your first apartment and the furniture and shit. Like, boy, if. If 8th grade Lexi would have seen these numbers, she'd have got pregnant right there. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going into the system. Like. <laughs> and you know, we didn't really have a chance. Baby boomers fucked all the shit up. They come to tell us, like, hey, boo, all you got to do is go to college. Go to college. Bitch, we motherfucking in college. Broke as shit. Out of college. Done graduated after graduated after graduation. Like. And then all of a sudden, house, houses go up. Like, it's it's hard. And then we have to balance out our, like, our own sanity. We have to unlearn the shit that we learn from our parents who ain't really no shit. We got to take care of us. I got to wake up at 5.30 to go to yoga. <laughs> Just so I can be okay and, like, have an outlet. Because I can't do it any other time of the day. So let me wake up when no one else is fucking awake. And drive my ass. Me and the yoga people. And it's like, the it's real. But it's like, all right. Because I was having this conversation with my client in the salon. And she was talking about her husband. And he, they had, they he literally worked for the same company for like 30, 40 years. And it's like, now he don't really know what to do with himself. Because the world shifted so much while he was insulated. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... The baby boomers, the Gen Xers, they would have had no idea what the fuck to tell us. For real, for real. Because the world that they grew up in doesn't exist. And it's because the Gen Xers and the baby boomers was fucking everything up in the 80s and the 90s. You know, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, is you can't tell me 
you, what you were paying for college tuition for a year, for multiple years, I'm paying for one or two semesters. You know what I'm saying? And school is shorter and harder, and you got to take it everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? You can't just work a part-time job. You got to work three part-time jobs because you need the four days off to go to school and to study and to get this work done. And it's like a never-ending rat race. And every person that you make eye contact with, you automatically owe them $50. Like, I don't even be looking people in the eyes no more because I'm like, I don't have it. Bird box me, bitch. I don't have your money. Get off my nuts. I don't have it. Just go away. Right. It's going to be over there. Wherever you go, that's where my money at. Because I don't have it. You know, and it's like trying to make smart decisions on how to retire. And at least create a safe environment to have kids in and shit like that. It's just like, whew, the wheel keeps spinning. You know what I mean? So, keep your heads up, y'all. Figure out how you going, how you going to manage, you know? What you think, self-care queen? Also, like, okay, so I'm at school um, studying behavior science, getting my master's in behavior science. Everybody is just so stressed. Like, even my professors, like, I don't feel like I really truly see a good work-life balance. And so for me, like, like, if I'm envisioning my future and, like, the levels and professionalism that, like, where I want to be, sometimes I'm like, God damn, but, like, shit's hard right now. Like, I plan on being, like, you know, a CEO or something one day of like big ass companies, like when will I ever rest? You know, and I I have to examine like, well, why don't I think I'll ever rest? Like, I don't think it's fair for us just like, we always gotta be on go. We always gotta do this. And life, life is gonna plus in that direction. But I'm just as much as I'm trying to vision what my future and what I want and all that stuff will look like, I have to envision what I want my peace and balance to truly be look like like yeah I want to work I want to work but I want to have the best work schedule that I, that I can like Tuesday through Thursday Monday through Thursday six hours of uh six hours a day I don't know like but that's what I want and I feel like in the evening I want my evenings free I want to be free to do x y and z but also work so I'm trying to envision that balance shit is hard but like we're gonna be smarter than our parents we're already smarter and we should definitely, as you said, envision your schedule. You should, because I was in that same space. I was like really stressed out. Like I would call my children's father every day and be like, I need to find a different job or I just need to stop working because I need to be able to, I want to take my kids to school and I want to pick them up. I want to have that luxury to do that. Like that's what I want to do as a parent and for something that I just want to do. So right now I have that capability to be able to take my kids to school and pick them up and still make money on the days still I'm still able to make money so I and it's all about establishing boundaries like that's definitely a boundary thing that's definitely I'm turning my phone off and I'm disconnecting from it that way I can't see an incoming call if I said I'm off you know what I'm saying like honoring when you say you're off and really creating things especially we have the blessing of the internet like it's a blessing it's a curse but when it's a blessing it's stuff on there where people can go and do what they need to do and you can check back into it where it's like simultaneous work stuff to where it's a difference between creating a comfortable lifestyle and being so comfortable that you can't move because the ride race is going the hamster wheel is moving all of the proverbs and proverbial statements they're all happening bitch everything's on fire 
But if you stand still, you're absolutely going to be burnt up and fucked with everybody else. So you got to stay focused. And you can't say, oh, well, this is what I'm used to. This is what I want to do. Because this ain't that no more. You got to be flexible and adaptable. And, you know, always work towards your end goal. I was recently at a conference and it was big. That was one of the main things. Self-care. Take time out for yourself. Wherever it is, you need to take at least three minutes for yourself every day where you just completely tune out and literally just care just that's it and I thought about that like three minutes like we did the exercise and it was just such a short time but it was like dang sometimes I don't even take three minutes out of my day for myself and that just makes you sit back and think like wow so three minutes adds up you start at three minutes and then you do more and more and more time to yourself it's important and it helps you stay emotionally and mentally stable it's your health in all aspects is important you made me think of this lady who um i used to be her assistant i would keep her schedule um and she would be at school because i was working at a school before then behavior therapy and she was busy all day but on her schedule she would have like a five a, a 545 like bar class and i remember like god damn like she waking up this early to do da 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 da, and I honestly think that was my influence to be like, if the, if like if I see other people who at least look like they have a really good balance, I need to be adopting some of those traits also because I like I didn't even think or put the connection together, but I would have never had my ass up because literally that next summer, um, I started taking bar classes because I wanted to see what they were like, and I was getting my ass up at six o'clock to go take them so I could be at work and. You know have coffee and be showered and be ready but um yeah so i'm actually really thankful for seeing that now yeah and it's my thing is this everybody ain't struggling everybody ain't like dead ass struggling so if we in this position where it's like you can see like other people's growth and development don't get jealous of that like take them notes okay so which one you go to how you pick this one you know is this closer to your house you know what i'm saying like do you take your gym bag would you, you be showering there so just keep your heads up i know it's stressful we got your back and if you want to escape we have a recommendation of our shows that we're watching because we've been talking a lot about the little shows that we've been fucking with yeah our top favorites i've really been enjoying big mouth a new season just came out and it's <laughs> it took a minute to get over it because it's basically about cartoon children going through puberty. And I was like, this is kind of strange to have these characters being as children talking about sex. But it's also very real and honest because this is the reality of everybody. Not a lot of people. Uh, so that's been really silly. They had this crazy ass Florida episode where like, you know, you fuck, kill and sink a boat. It <laughs> so that's been hilarious. And Malcolm in the Middle. I think I'm going to re rewatch it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Girl, Malcolm in the Middle is one of the funniest shows ever. Like, that's one of the few shows that I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good one. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been watching, like, all gangster killer shit, murder shit. I've been watching How to Get Away with Murder. Like, I want to go to law school and bury all my classmates. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to watch this show in season because it's too... It gives me too much anxiety to try to binge watch, so I can only do like 45 minutes at a time, maybe two episodes, but definitely not more than two, because then I'm like, ah, ah, you know, and I'm breathing in like paperbacks and shit, because that shit gets, whew, Shonda's a bitch, you know? 
Um, and then I'm watching Power, the final season of Power. And Desi, you know how I feel about this shit. Say it, don't watch it. And it's okay. I feel comfortable with it. Not watching it. One day you'll come around to it. You'll come around to that. Listen, girl, I don't recommend binge watching that either. No, but no, not binge watching it. But still, people gonna do it once it's over and be like, "Dang, it's too much show." It is too much. I'm really enjoying this particular season. I feel like the writing is on point in every every time every episode thus far pretty much they've been consistent they've been more most consistent this this season than they have been in a lot and i'm feeling it power is one of my favorites this is us is one of my favorites and i just recently watched living undocumented on netflix and that was really good oh portlandia is also another one of my favorite white people shows like it's (laughs) so and i feel like if you like live on the east coast and then you go to like one of these PC type cities, you'll definitely get it. But it's so it's so ridiculous. But that's a great show to watch. Hi and drink it. <laughs> so I have been escaping really hardcore with anime, like inspired by Meg Thee Stallion and her um, Nuratu Todakori of Hero Academia photo shoot and shit. So I've been watching all of the Japanese anime cartoons. Yo, I watched um, Hero Academia is basically like a Japanese Harry Potter. Like everything on point is basically just Harry Potter for heroes. And it's hilarious. I love the show. Totally absorbed into it. And then um, I've been watching a lot of documentaries. Like, let me tell you, I think everybody is Russian. Like, after watching, like, The Great Hack and walking through, like, international airports, I think everybody is Russian. <laughs> so now it's facts. Listen, when Netflix tell you, like, that gotta be the truth, don't it? And, bruh, like, if you watch three Netflix documentaries and they all say Hillary Clinton was screwed, either Hillary is secretly paying for all of this shit or, like, they really got the answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one or the other. And I saw Hillary at the Tyler Perry thing, so I'm pretty sure that she's paying somebody. But, um... She's spending bread in the entertainment industry. Don't get it twisted. But yeah, the documentaries got the answers. And everybody knows after you've seen three documentaries on a topic, you're automatically the expert. That is equivalent to 10,000 hours. And you wasn't texting while you was watching the documentary, bitch. That's like taking a fall course. That's a mid-mester. Actually, they sent me an email. It wasn't like a physical mail. It was like an email with my degree in it well listen thank you so much desi desiree boy chef desi desi day nights desi the pimp desi stewart for fucking with us oh my goodness we really appreciate your support on our show and we look forward to creating lots of more dope events for all of the people who rock with the catnips podcast um where can we find you on social media at Desi Date Nights on Instagram, Desi Date Nights at Desi Date Nights at gmail.com. If you want to email me, Desi Date Nights on Facebook, pretty much anywhere, Desi Date Nights. That's me. Hashtag me, find me. You, That's me, the pink and the hot, the hot pink and black. Whenever you see that, just know that's me. And Sid, where can you find us? You can find us on 
on everything iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Of course, our website, Catnips Podcast. And we on Spotify. And you can find us on Instagram at The Catnips with the Z as in. So stay tuned. Have a great day. Visualize your future. Stop fucking with your exes. Stretch. And let's get and eat some impeachment pie, honey. We gotta gotta make it work. Gotta make it work. Catnips out, baby.